Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, Commanders fans? We are here with a quick emergency pod. Um, literally, I was listening to the podcast from yesterday, and we were talking about, hey, coaching changes could be happening. And as soon as we hit in, about 20 minutes later, there was some news that dropped up there in Washington, but we'll talk about that here in a quick second. Let's welcome in Brian Murphy, my co-host. He's over there in ATL. Brian, what's good? Yeah, how's it going? Of course, that's the way it goes, right? We get a chance to, to record, a chance that works with our busy schedules, and then, of course, the real big news drops right after that. But I'm glad that we've kind of had a day, a little bit of time to digest it and kind of think up some scenarios, and I like what we were kind of talking about off, off air, and we'll get to all that here in this uh, quick pod. Yes, indeed. But obviously the news that we're here for is that O.C. Scott Turner has been fired. He's been relieved of his duties by Ron Rivera. And honestly, I think that's probably the right thing to do. He was like a 20th ranked offense, only about 330 some odd yards per game. Definitely didn't get everything out of the talent that came with that offense. Uh, But let's quickly, 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 let's talk about our sponsor, Bet Online. Brian, you got that. Yeah, absolutely. Bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season in the NFL with playoffs coming up, NBA, uh, esports, NHL, all that good stuff. You can bet everything there. And we were looking, we don't see any odds for the next offensive coordinator for the commanders just yet, but I'm sure that'll be up there soon. You always find those latest odds, team matchup info, player news and game trends. There's always live betting, free contests and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. And BetOnline, we're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. And don't forget to use your promo code BLEAV for 50% off your welcome bonus. So if it's your first time, put in BLEAV and get your bonus there. BetOnline, where the game starts. And obviously, we're starting with uh, the end, and that's the end of the Scott Turner era in Washington, D.C., you mentioned some of the stats. It just wasn't good enough for, I think, what we've been saying all season long. The talent is all there, and it just wasn't translating to points or even yards. So uh, tough for Scott Turner. Uh, we wish the best for him, but you're right. I think it was time to move on. I think it's time to find some some new blood there in D.C. Yes, indeed. And one of the things that uh, was in the press conference and some people shared with me on Twitter uh, is that apparently they're looking for some more of a two-to-one run uh, first type of an offense, and that's that's what they, uh, you know, put tabs on. And mm-hmm. I can tell you, I don't agree. Yeah, I do not agree with that uh, mindset. Not that I don't like running the ball. I do think it's a very important part of the game. But when your most talented and most explosive players wearing 17, 1, and 10, find somebody, in my eyes, find somebody who's going to have the ability to take advantage of three wide receiver sets. I think that that should be your base lineup, um, and you can still run the ball behind that. You can have success with that. I mean, you look at uh, you know maybe past years of Green Bay, and uh, you know th- those are type of offenses that I see. You maximize that. I think I feel like the team performed better whenever you were operating with those three receiver sets. You got more yards downfield. You got some shots downfield, and you get guys in space. I mean, Terry McLaurin's going to get a lot of attention, and. With those three talented receivers out there, you're going to get some shells, some soft shells that are going to make the running inside a little bit easier for Brian Robinson and the crew. So I say somebody that's going to be able to operate out of that three wide receiver set is the game plan. Uh, I don't I don't really care to see a two to one power run. This is it. You don't have a Derrick Henry back there. This right. isn't, that team isn't built like that. Yeah. And you don't have a fullback either. I mean, that would have that would have sounded really nice back in the 
late 2000s, maybe early 90s when everybody had a fullback. And I just hope that 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 worried me, too. And I hope that this is Ron Rivera's chance and the commander's chance to get young. Um, maybe not even young. Maybe the word is modern. And I, I think that that is what I what I want to see is is there there are tons of teams that, that run the ball really well. The Philadelphia Eagles in the division, the Giants as well in the division. You mentioned the Packers. They had a two headed monster. Uh, they've had a two headed monster for the last 10 years, it's felt like hmm. in the backfield. So running the ball is OK, but you're absolutely right. Your best weapons are your wide receivers. And, uh, you know, Terry McLaurin is who he is. Jahan Dotson finally coming back healthy this last month of the season. He was unguardable. Even the San Francisco 49ers didn't really have an answer for him. So you're absolutely right. I don't want to pigeonhole this offense into something that it's not. And I hope that Ron Rivera kind of thinks outside of the box, a little less traditional and, and finds a guy that can be effective. You know, I, I'm, we mentioned the, the Packers. I think you saw an article about, you know, could Nathaniel Hackett now that he's gone for, from Denver come over and, um, I'm thinking maybe somebody from the Eagles coaching staff, but but you're right. Somebody that can run the ball, but can also utilize their weapons in, in a big way, because that's what the NFL is. It's using your best players. It's not quite to the NBA where it's positionless, but yeah. you know, you got to get your get the ball into the, the best playmaker's hand, no matter how it is, run, pass, kick, however it is, get get the ball in the right guy's hands. Yep. And I mean, th- these receivers have shown that they are very dynamic in space. I mean, yep. you get those guys in space. I mean, Jahan, uh, I'm thinking about that run against uh, the catch and run against the Giants where he had that spin move. Like, that yeah. was a gorgeous move. He hit that circle button and whipped his way and got into the end zone. The guy finds a way to get into the end zone. Curtis Samuel's awesome in in a in a phone booth. He can get out of trouble. Yeah. Um, and then uh, even if you know, depending on even what you got with uh, Brian Robinson, like I mentioned, you're gonna get some soft boxes back there. Uh, you're gonna have can't they can't put too many people in the box when you got some weapons outside that can really push the ball downfield. And we saw the way Sam Howell was throwing the ball. So I, I'm thinking if you if you do get a Nathaniel Hack and the way that that uh, the article was saying like maybe they could lure an Aaron Rodgers you know to come over there to to Washington and sure that'd be a huge upgrade in the position um, and yeah I think I think everybody would probably be very excited for that even if I was Sam Howell I would be excited I would probably yeah. welcome an Aaron Rodgers to be able to learn from a guy like that and sit back yeah. and just see how he operates because I can tell you being on the opposite sideline you just sit there and you're like that dude's a whole cheat code. Yeah. Like he he does some things that are extremely special, and I'm sure that um, he would probably welcome uh, you know having a receiver core that that, the, that Washington has right now. So that's the name that comes up. And I was actually looking here uh, since Sean McVay is contemplating stepping away from the Rams, he has allowed his coaching staff to pursue other job opportunities without any resistance. So I went and pulled up their offensive coordinators, a guy by the name of Liam Cohen. Um, don't know much about him. Don't know much about him, but he's coming. To the, he was second, uh, second or third year, I think, with um, with L.A. And before that, he was the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach for the University of Kentucky. So he is a guy who is going to have a younger mind, a more modern mind. I like how you use that term. Yeah, uh, it may be something that resonates well with uh, with the quarterback situation and, and with the rest of the team. So you know that's yeah. a name that I think I don't know if anybody's bringing that up, but that's a name I would kind of throw out there. Don't know much about the guy. Uh, you know, let's not worry about this past season, but you got to think he's going to have some intuitive and, yeah. and innovative things that he can put that put out there. 
Yeah, regardless of who it is, I'm just happy to hear that, according to all reports, that Ron Rivera is going to look outside the organization, and, and hopefully that will expand to a bunch of different places. And and typically, the I think the best teams, when they make a coaching hire, they go to another team that is successful. And so we've talked about Green Bay. We know what Aaron Rodgers has done uh, a lot. We've, uh, you know, I mentioned the Eagles, Brian Johnson, their quarterback's coach. I mean, how much of that is Jalen Hurts? How much is that of that has been his coaching? I've seen that. But, yeah, going to San Francisco, L.A., uh, you know, Philly, Kansas City, all these offenses that have been really prolific, I think that's the place that you've got to start. And as uncomfortable as that might be for an old-school guy like Ron Rivera that likes to hire guys that he knows, I think that that is the case, and that's the way to be successful is to, to poach from some of these good offenses and let that guy just kind of go to work, just be the head coach of the offense. We know how well Ron Rivera knows defense. Let this guy come in and really be the quote-unquote head coach of the offense. Let him kind of uh, put something in place and utilize the weapons that he has. I, I mentioned Brian Johnson from the Eagles. It, it got me thinking when you mentioned the three wide receivers, the Eagles, despite the fact that they ran the ball a whole heck of a lot, have some solid receivers in A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. And, you know, it seems like that they're always open because of the threat of that run. So if you really are thinking – two to one rushing and hopefully that's not the case in old school mentality but you're if you want to run the ball first what better place to look than the eagles and what they did and then you know you know aj uh aj brown and then um uh Devontae smith both had over a thousand yards were top 10 in receiving so that's kind of the formula you want whoever they get i hope that they can get that kind of production out of the weapons that i think that this this team has I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And one of the biggest things Martin Mayhew brought up is that they want to get younger at the center position. And so they want, they really know they need to address the offensive line. Um, and you can take pressure off your O-line whenever you spread the, spread the field out a little bit. I mean, yeah. it, it got predictable whenever, you know, you start to see all these different motions and shifts and things like that. And, you know, people knew, hey, you're going to run this ball right downhill. And that, that makes it easy on, on teams. So make it difficult on guys. I, mean, I went and pulled up uh, the 49ers, um, the 49ers coaching staff, and they don't really have an offensive coordinator. I think Sean, yeah. uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Shanahan is, is doing the thing there. I mean, the Chris Forrester, who was with Washington at one point, he's the, the run game coordinator. And then Bobby Slowick Jr., who, uh, uh, Bobby Slowick is, is the passing game coordinator. So uh, they're kind of having shared responsibilities and kind of split that thing up. So they, they're doing things a little bit differently. I don't know if they're going to get young yeah. slow involved in it or not, but you know, uh, there's, there's so many different options out there. Yeah. That is the one thing that you run into because a lot of these offensive guru, these good offensive teams, a lot of times the head coach is the offensive coordinator. Like you said, with Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, the same way. So you have to be careful when trying to go to their tree, when, when the the root of their tree is the head coach, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I hope that he takes his time. And I hope that he finds a, a guy that that can really make something happen because uh, uh, I think that they're they're right there. And I think we saw spurts where they were really creative and they had some really good plays and and uh, formations in in play. But that should be the basis. They should be doing that every every game. And that was kind of the reason that you kind of had to move on from Scott Turner. Yeah, and, and looking at uh, Bobby Slowick, um, he was on staff. At, uh, I want to say he was in Washington. His dad is a is a longtime coach as well. So uh, I know those guys. I know this guy. And you got to think the way that they were able to utilize um, utilize Debo Samuel. That kind of makes you yeah. wonder: hey, Do you want to implement something like that and utilize 
uh, Curtis Samuel in that position. So you got the same last name. <laughs> you might, as well, right, might as well see if they could do some of the similar things. Obviously, Mike McDaniel uh, was coming from that tree as well and was able to operate in that same offense with that with that same uh, personnel. So uh, I think there's a lot of names that are going to probably pop up over the next few months. And uh, but one, one thing that I thought of is for me, just with the with the status of Ron Rivera, I think that whoever you choose as OC, I'm wondering, hey, do you think that this is eventually like a grooming period? Then you're going to eventually hand the keys Great over and allow them to be the head coach. You know, so yeah. uh, you talk, you mentioned the Chiefs, uh, Eric Bieniemy. Obviously, his name is continually in the coaching ranks of uh, coaching circle of potential head coaches, and just hasn't gotten any head coaching gigs just yet. And then for whatever reason that is, uh, is that an opportunity that you bring him in? Um, and, and see if he can get some things going uh, and, and then maybe elevate him to that position. But I don't know. I yeah. don't know. There's, there's so many different ways this thing can go. I, I would like to think that both the commanders and Ron Rivera have each other's interests in mind. And I wonder, I'm with you. I wonder if Ron Rivera kind of realizes that, you know, maybe he would be better off stepping away or stepping up to that front office, something that we've kind of thrown around a little bit. And would they do something? And I think we've mentioned it before, like the Buccaneers, you know, Bruce Arians, you know, got him to the Super Bowl, got the win. And then he was able to step up to a front office position, let Todd Bowles take over. You're mm-hmm. right. Could Ron Rivera be looking at that, you know, kind of not under the table in like an illegal way, but saying, hey, we want you to potentially not just be our OC, but be our coach in waiting. And that could be a really good formula and be really enticing for a guy that that maybe wouldn't necessarily come to Washington in the first place. But that that could be an interesting thought and and something that you definitely have to think about. I think I think that's kind of how the NFL is going right now. When you hire a guy for a coordinator position, you have to kind of realize, hey, they could be a potential head coach one day. And do they have those those personality traits and 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 have what it takes? So hopefully that they're. Uh, they're, they're looking at that as well. That That's a good point. Yeah, I had taken some notes and I have this uh, status of the the basically a, what, what are the term I use? It was like a state of the union address before the commanders, the state of the commanders. And I went back and I was looking and seeing like there are a lot of big name coaches um, that have made their way out of D.C. Uh, you've obviously had Mike McDaniels, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay. Matt LaFleur, offensive coordinator in, in uh, Minnesota right now. Wes Phillips spent some time in D.C. Uh, head coach over there. Kevin O'Connell spent some time in D.C. So you're looking at yeah. six, seven coaches, and you know probably all of them are going to get some head coaching gig at some point in time. D- do not let some talent yeah. leave. I mean, uh, and, and if you bring this person in, you got to hope that this guy's going to be able to stay a while. Don't let it be, you know, a, a spot where they can just leapfrog and use it as a, a springboard onto a head coaching position elsewhere. Because generally, for the most part, they've everybody's had some good success after they've after they've left. I mean, three of those guys are head coaches right now. Yep. So. Uh, you, you got to develop something, got to keep the guys in house. And that's the way you're going to build a winning culture. That's going to be able to go for a really, really long time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I'm excited for it. I think it, like we said, there, there are so many possibilities with, with this offense that I think it is an intriguing place for a coach to come. But as soon as we find out, we will do another uh, a podcast. Don't know when that'll be, um, but I'm excited to, to kind of see who it could potentially be and, and what they do there uh, moving forward. So, Glad we were able to get this in. Uh, if there is any more breaking news, if they all of a sudden hire somebody tomorrow, we'll be back tomorrow 
Uh, but I'm glad we were able to fit this in. Otherwise, we'll be back with you to talk about the playoffs, preview and all that stuff, getting all the odds from our guys at BetOnline, which we appreciate them bringing the show. Any closing thoughts on te- uh, Scott Turner being fired and, and uh, moving forward? Yeah, well, you know, I think the players had spoken. Um, and Ron Rivera seems to have his, his finger on the pulse of the locker room and, and kind of listens to what his players want. And uh, even if it means that you got to let somebody go, you really probably weren't going to get any more, any any performance or any uplifting uh, performances if you were to keep Scott Turner. So like you said earlier, best of luck to him moving forward. I'm sure he's going to land on his feet elsewhere. Uh, but hey, I think things are going right uh, in in, uh, in Ashburn. So uh, good move by Ron Rivera. Absolutely. So hopefully turning a new leaf and hopefully we're talking about a, a top ranked offense this, this time next year, at least moving up in the rank. So uh, good stuff. Uh, we'll keep you updated. And again, we'll be with you all off season long uh, through the playoffs, all that good stuff. But Anthony, thanks for chatting and uh, we'll be back with you next time. Yes, indeed. See you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.